You are now tuning in to Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. So this podcast is available every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. And we bring another session to talk about how to grow, to talk about experiences and mental health. Today's episode specifically is about overwhelming anxiety and grief. So I've been watching the social media videos. I've been on the internet, surfing the web. And um, I gotta tell you, it's a lot going on. There's a lot going on when you open up your social media app and you open up Facebook, you open up Instagram. It's almost crazy, you know? You know, somebody said we're living in a movie and we just, it's, things are going really, you know, things are getting up there as far as the chaos and the fear and the worry and the anxiety. And I found myself going to sleep with it on my mind and waking up with it in my body. So that made me realize how much this is affecting America. And you want to know what is affecting America? Well, we live in an era now. Well, how many murders have you witnessed prior to the social media age that we live in now? How many murders have you literally saw on your phone in real life? How many? And when you think about the people that were actually there, how many people actually in their lifetimes prior to the times now witness that type of stuff on the street? How many kids are raised up and having that fear in their hearts that because of their skin color, that they might be a victim to something that should never have to happen? How many people are having a um, major breakdown because of this. How many people are walking in fear and anxiety and worry all day, every day? How many parents can't stop to think about their son, daughter, cousin, brother on the streets? How many people are feeling like this, right? And that entire burden of emotional dysfunction is not just on the person burdened by that pain, but it's on the whole weight of everyone who can relate. The whole weight is on everyone who can relate. And when we grieve and when we are in anxiety and worry and fear, the whole nation that relates stay in that frequency. So those who are at your frequency will be replicating your energy. So when I woke up this morning like that, I wasn't the only one. It was a bunch of us. If my heart goes out to you and your heart goes out to mine, when my heart doesn't pump as much blood, when my lungs are obstructed by grief, we're both going to be in grief and we're both going to be anxious and in anxiety. So that means that we don't suffer alone. 
we suffer together. We don't suffer by ourselves, but we suffer with those who can relate. With those who feel our pain, you feel the pain. But here's the thing. By grieving, we don't change things. By worrying, we don't act on things. By perpetuating the same emotional state, we're giving the perpetrator more power. So the truth of the matter is, the grief is not an action. It's an obstruction. It is, it's an obstruction to your breathing, to your thinking, to your being. So grieving for someone is not the gift that you should give, but acting. Now, when somebody passes away, we're like, he would have want me to do this, right? He wouldn't want me to do this. So the best thing we could do in our grieving state is not to grieve, but to act to, but to act to honor the person, right? It's not to stick to it. It's to go through the process, feel the process. Um, however, it's not to stay in that in honor of the person, right? So I've seen a lot of people doing things and acting, you know, for that cause, you know, if you know what I'm talking about, it's all over social media. But the thing is, what I'm trying to say is, if we want to get and help everybody better, then we all have to raise up our frequency in spite of it. You know what I mean? This is a different message for different people, for different levels of being affected by stuff like that on social media. A close family member is a different reaction. Someone who doesn't, you, you don't know, is it's a burden on us as a whole, right? I didn't know you individually, but I feel the pain of every person like you, right? So how do we alleviate all of our burden? We gotta raise up our frequency and vibration, which means we need to take more times to breathe and do these holistic things to improve our mental state of wellness, right? Because, because literally this morning I woke up all out of whack, right? And the reason why I noticed that was I consumed so much of that content last night that when I woke up, I embodied it in my body, right? And I'm sure you already have too much problems, too much load on your back, right? You got a lot going on. So my thing is don't add another burden but start to alleviate that. Start to alleviate, alleviate the pain by breathing more, taking more time to be more present in the moment, right? Taking more time to improve your vitality, right? To improve your mental well-being. And this is mainly about making that shift because yesterday I was thinking to myself, I was like, yo, what can I possibly do? Like when we see things go crazy, we're like, okay, we need to do something, right? But in reality, what can you do, right? I mean, you can reach out, right? You can petition, you can go out on the streets. 
there's so many different things you can do, but what can you do effectively to alleviate the pain and the suffering? A lot of people think political, but they don't think mental, right? We don't just need political action. We need mental action. So we don't just need a political movement. We need to help ourselves as we help others with the mental action, right? So there are people who suffer more mentally because of this happening than they do politically, socially, or financially, right? So I feel like a lot of this stuff is being put out for our own mental burden. And it's, it's so hard trying to balance out how do I act with my reaction so and keeping looking to act while not reacting so much that you get in a mental hole so you're like how do i do something and you're like how do i not get too burdened by this occurrence so it's like yo what the heck and i talked about previous podcasts self-cultivation taking time for yourself journaling affirmation breathing moving eating spiritual elevation through dancing so these are all the things that i've learned being part of the blue dragon qigong academy these are some of the things that we do to improve our mental wellness and i think now more than ever that's what needs to happen right we need to build a culture around wellness everyone is looking to act politically but for me i'm going to have action mentally so a mental revolution is what we need to be strong enough to handle and defend against the challenges and misfortunes of life so what do i mean a mental revolution is what we need so that we can build up our fortress so that when all of these misfortunes and not just misfortunes but straight up evil occurs we can fight back we need to build up our internal energy so we can handle and we can strategically oppose against the negative forces a lot of us are really thinking about how do we physically hit back it's always been a force with force battle when it comes to let's fight back. However, it's the mental battle that is the biggest burden on your back. The straw that's breaking the camel's back is not just the act of what's happening, but it's the reaction and the reenaction of what's happening. So what happens is what we're doing is we replaying the movie. We ever want you watch watch one of the most craziest movies ever and you're like this movie was so bloody. It's so crazy. It's so horrific. It's so horrible. You watched it and afterwards you just you had that oh and all in your body you can feel it. You can feel the fear. and you're like I do not want to watch this movie any longer. Then you go home and the movie is still playing in your mind. Then you fell asleep and you movie is still playing in your mind. 
and you wake up and you start trembling because the movie played so much in your mind it starts to play in your body so now your body has embodied that movie that mental picture has became part of your physical being so this is what happening to us we're watching all of these things happening crazy 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 chaos 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 oh my god crazy crazy we're going to sleep it's in our minds it's in our minds now our body starts to get stuck in places tough in places tight in places shaking up so you get stuck uptight and shaken up we're getting stuck uptight and shaken up and what's that doing is it's you're losing control so now you're not able to act think or be properly and when we're losing control and not being able to think, act, and be properly, we've lost our power. We've given away our power. And as we think we're fighting back, we're actually losing more. As we think we put in more external force, we're actually destroying our internal. So as we think that pondering upon it is what's gonna produce a solution we're actually taking their bullet and driving it into our own hearts so what i mean by that is the fear the provoking of your internal reality is the actual initial goal to begin with now the goal was not to get rid of any physical being. It is to suppress your internal will, energy, ability, desire, drive. It's to suppress that by impressing upon your spirit a depressing, a depressing movie that suppresses, that bottles you up with emotions, which clogs up your spirit of expression. Some people see this and say, I gotta act. Some people see this and say, I can't act because if I do, what will happen to me? My, one of my, it's either Gandhi or Martin Luther King who said this. He said, while most people says, if I walk past by and I do nothing, if I walk past by and I do something, what will happen to me? Most people say, if I walk by and do something, what will happen to me? But the people who are in true service to the world say, if I walk past by and I don't do something, what will happen to them? Oh, those people. Don't say, if I don't, if I do something, what will happen to me? They say, if I don't do something, what will happen to us? What will happen to them? And then there's a third group of people, and that group of people is completely inclusive with the entire race, those they relate to. They say, if I walk by and I don't do something, what will happen? to us those people say 
if I don't do something, what will happen to the generation? What will happen to my grandkids? And those people are the revolutionaries. Now, most of us are stuck in the beginning. What will happen to me? That's about 70 to 85%. And the 70 to 85% are under control. So we only have about 15% of people who are willing to act. But the 10% who says, what will happen to them if I pass them by are so clogged up by the fear, by the mental burden, by the weight that's breaking their mental back, that they don't even have the time to refocus and strategize correctly to act so that this doesn't happen to their grandkids. So those, although they're in power, they're empowered to do something. They're giving themselves a platform to perform. Their emotions are so imbalanced that though they're winning the battle politically, they've lost the mental battle. So although they're in charge from a political aspect, they've lost the mental battle. So that's the 10% of people who says, if I pass them, what will happen to them? But the 5% that says, if I pass them, what will happen to us are the forward thinkers. So they're not just thinking, how do I save him, her? They're thinking, how do I ensure that we all can save ourselves? So those people are in their mental state of clarity. And that's the state that we need to act in. But we don't do that without subcultivation. We can't get there without self-realization. And we definitely can't get there without self-motivation. So it's beginning with the end in mind, but not focusing on the past, not worrying about the present, but it's about being clear enough to take the steps that'll give you a clear mental state and not be stuck in a fogged up mind trying to come up with actions that's just getting you in a loop. So I think we need to clear up our minds. We need to detox from this. We need to spend less time on social media and get on here for only things that will empower us. We need to create separate accounts and follow only those positive accounts and have a different account that you can see everything. You need to start to filter these things out so you can go within that way you can oppose these things. It's not to consume. It's not how you become aware of what's going on because it's always going on. And we only see a fraction of what's going on. So to consume is not how you see what's going on. To go inside, to consume and assume is not how you see what's going on, but to reflect and to build yourself up is how you get on a higher plane so that you can see the whole valley. We're trying to oh, look what they're doing, look what they're, but we, do we really know what's going on? I mean, we see what's happening, but you don't really see what's happening. Hence, you can't really do what's necessary. So you're doing a pseudo doing when we need a mental revolution 
so we can be clear so that we can really see what's going on and see really how to fix it. But when we take their bullets of fear and we watch it over and we consume it in hopes of changing something by knowing we actually get hurt by the same weapon. No weapons formed against you shall prosper. No weapons formed against you shall prosper, but only if the weapon formed inside the sword of your belief that comes out, your expressive ability that comes out of your mouth. So no weapons shall come against you, but only if you depend the weapons only if you defend yourself with the weapons of your inner defense system. Only if you depend yourself, defend yourself with the weapon of your inner defense system. And what that is, is the weapons of your inner defense system is your mind. That's the first thing that shoots the missile of defense. To defend your mind, we got to defend our energy. We got to defend our mental state because... Nobody can take your life unless you give them permission to do it when it comes to your mental state. You say, how do you mean take my life? If I'm robbing your thoughts, I'm robbing your life. You're still alive, but because I'm infiltrating your mind and imposing fear and my ideas upon it, I own your mind. So you should not let anyone take away your life by coming in there with a freaking TV show. They're playing them into a movie. They prepared you for this. It's called the shows where you see all the shooting. They prepared you all your life. Now they show the movie in real life, but you didn't catch, you didn't catch the story behind it. You didn't catch the programming. So you didn't quite see that they've been programming you on TV so they can do it in real life. Or they've been doing it both on TV and real life. You're just now seeing it. And they're desensitizing you. That's what the media does. It desensitizes. You're like, I've seen that before. So when you see it, it's like, eh. But the truth is, you have to stop letting them rob your mind. So maybe it's time to stop Netflixing and chilling. Maybe it's time to start reflecting and healing. I don't know if you heard that one. Maybe it's time to stop Netflixing and chilling and it's time to start reflecting and healing. Because the Netflix and chill is a reinforcement of the pain provoked in real life. And to prioritize a continuation of the pain on your TV is insanity to prioritize a replay of the pain that you see in real life on TV is not right. We need to stop Netflixing and chilling and we need to start reflecting and healing. Somebody said, I need to put that on a shirt. That's going to be on the shirt quoted by the holistic motivator. And you got this right. We need to stop Netflixing and chilling and start 
reflecting and healing this is healing time it's time for a mental revolution it's a spiritual revolution time because i'm going to tell you one thing i know i wish i can tell you go out there and save the world i wish i can tell you that i wish i can tell you go go out there and change the world i want to tell you and there's there's a few there's the five percent who are able to do that but i'm going to tell you this 95 percent are too clouded to be able to even go out there and change the world so i'm going to tell you go out there and change your inner world oh can that is that a little bit easier than going out there and change the world most everybody's trying to change the world but they haven't changed themselves so go out there and change your inner world go out there and change evolve your inner being you got to go out there and restore your true reality you got to go out there and be more of you so that you can oppose all of the bs so everybody says go out there and change the world well go out there and change your inner world stop netflixing and chilling and start reflecting and healing stop playing their movies in your mind and stop going on social media how about you create a different account make sure i'm on that second account only put positive messages in your second account only the things that's enlightening if he, even if it's someone you looked up to but they somehow post those news don't add them to that account so this is going to be your mental wellness social media account it, we have to intentionally filter these things because the battle we're fighting is a mental battle hidden as a political battle because 95% are not on the front lines we think that we're all on the front lines we're not all on the front lines we have to be in the back of our minds sweeping the dirt of all these trash debris of chaos that has been imposed in our mental garden most of the world needs to be cultivating a better mind so that you can be clear enough to act the right way i'm not going to tell you what to do how to act i'm not ahead of any of that but i'm saying it's time for your mental movement it's not for inner reflection it's time to start to dance and move be more at peace we think that we're seeing all these things and it's so horrible and it's like ah, but it's a mental battle but when we get to the point it's like how do we win this mental battle remember i said to fight is not to fight to win is to not even have to fight to win is to be at peace to fight is not to fight to win is even not to fight to win is to be at peace if the ultimate goal is you being at peace why would your objective be to fight i mean the human perspective is all wrong we're like we want world peace so we got to fight them we want world peace so we got to go after them we got to we got to fight them so why would we want to fight for peace fight provokes more pain and pulling two sides 
So to fight is not to fight. To win is even not have to fight. To win is to be at peace. So you can be a winner by achieving peace through the chaos. A lot of people want to know what that. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Like, what do I need to do about this? What What do I need to do? Uh, did you talk to your homeboy? I need to probably need to call all my homeboys. Did you talk to them and did you distract them from the story of anxiety and worry? Did you share something with them powerfully? Did you be there for them? Hey, what do I need to do? I need to go out there. I need to. Did you make sure that you were having the strangers back? I mean, are you still beefing with your cousin? Like, are you still showing hate to somebody because they were a more expensive chain than you are? So are you trying to fight, but you're fighting everything else and you're trying to be at peace? Where does that, are you fighting in your mind? Every day having a battle between who's right and who's wrong. Talking about they, these racist people. I mean, who's who's winning that battle? If I'm in your head, I own your mind. If I'm in your head, I own you. Now, do you want to be enslaved or do you want to be free? Do you want to be owned or do you want to own your own garden and cultivate the plants that you want so you can feed your family with words of encouragement? What are you going to do? What's the choice? What's the battle? So we're not in a fight. We're in a peace treaty. We need to treat ourselves better so we can be at peace. And out of that peace, we find solution. In the midst of chaos, calamity is what will neutralize the chaos. A lot of people want to know, what do I do? What do I do? I need to do something. You need to be someone. You need to be more than a fearful reactor. You need to be the motivated, the protagonist actor in your movie. Your movie, not their movie. Your movie, not their horror story. Stop Netflixing and chilling and start reflecting and healing. Stop fighting and hitting and start breathing and sleeping. Stop fighting and hitting and start breathing and sleeping. Start drowning in fear and start swimming in abundance. It's your choice. You can feed into it or you can feed your mind. I'm not here to revolutionize the political system. I'm here to revolutionize your mental garden. I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer of my mind. I realize because I realized that I don't need to do anything more than be myself. I was thinking, what do I need to do? I was like, what can I do? I mean, I have gifts, I have skills. 
I have the power of voice. I'm the holistic motivator. So I was like, what can I do? Today it hit me just now. I don't have to do anything but be myself. So they say a fish swims. Uh, what does a zebra do? Eats leaves? I mean, you do what you were hardwired to do. You do what your gift is. You are what your gift is. Be what your gift is. Be what it be. It is what it is. You are who you are. Somebody say, how do I help? Be yourself. So I realized just now, all I got to do is be myself. Well, you got to find yourself before you can be yourself. That's true. So stop Netflixing and chilling because you ain't going to find you in the movie. Stop Netflixing and chilling and start reflecting and healing. Stop hitting and killing and start breathing and sleeping. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. Listen to me. I was thinking, who's the savior? In my mind, I was like, who's going to save us? Who's the savior? And then I was like, wow, no one can save you. No one can save you. You have to save yourself because your life is in your hands. Your mental wellness is up to your cultivation. And sometimes people try to rob it, but you gotta say you're not doing that, not today, right? You gotta make the conscious choice. You have to make the, you have to realize when your emotions are shifting. You have to realize when it's just here and then all of a sudden it's down there. To fight is not to fight. To win is even, to not even have to fight. To win, is to be at peace. You want to be so strong that when you walk in, they look at you and say, I don't want nothing. But some people think, I mean, macho man strength. But you want to be so strong internally. You want to be so peaceful energetically so that you neutralize the chaos. You want to be so strong internally that no one wants to go against that power no one is trying to impose on you their feelings and emotions you want to have that strength and every time i do a podcast it reminds me right so like i said yesterday i was at netflixing and chilling but i was social media and chilling and i imposed all those pictures in my mind woke up with them in my body and now after reflecting and speaking, I've healed these things out of my life. And now I'm going to cultivate that energy so I can be strong to handle all the challenges of life. So when you're in fear, you keep it in your body. Your kidneys is associated with fear. So if you're fearful and drinking, has two levels of toxicity, right? When you're grieving, your posture diminishes, your shoulder rounds, you're uptight, and you also are closing out. 
enough airflow, you're not getting as much oxygen as you can. So if you change your posture, you can change your structure and you can change the function. If you change your mental posture, so if you're standing straight in your mind, if you're erect and alive, if you're empowered and in power, then you're in control. And now you're able to dictate how your body flows. So like I said, living on wisdom is fully living on wisdom is being in the flow. It's not what you know is what you flow. It's not what you know is what you flow. So it's not what you know about the movement, but it's how you use the movement to alleviate your pain. So like I said, I can't do anything. What can I do? What can I do? Everybody asks. It's crazy. It's crazy. What can I do? I can only be myself. I'm telling you, you may not be able to do anything, but you can be a better version of yourself. And it's not about the fight without, but it's about the peace action within. We're not going for a battle. We're going for the peace treaty by treating our minds with peace. We're not trying to change the world. We're going to try and our inner world. We're not going to try to change the world. We're going to change our inner world. Know that those who relate to your pain suffers with you. And that suffering becomes a world suffering. So if we want to diminish the world suffering of those people who relate with you, suffer less. Help your friends suffer less, your family suffer less, your mama, your cousin. Stop Netflixing and chilling and start reflecting and healing. Stop Netflixing and chilling and start reflecting and healing. If this causes you anxiety, start a new social media page and only follow positivity or create a second one that you can look at in the morning. And if you want to ever look at the negative ones, look at whatever that any other day. But guard your mental garden. Don't let anyone infiltrate your mind to focus on the chaos is not putting the fire out. To focus on the fire is not to put the fire out. But sometimes the fire is beyond your ability to put it out. So don't try to be a one man hero squad. Get away from the fire. Get away. You are not a one man hero squad. I'm sorry. I know Martin Luther King is inspiring, but we're not one hero squads. Go out, save yourself before you lose yourself. Save your mind so you don't lose it. Don't let anyone infiltrate your mind with their mental pictures. That's what movies are. That's what the media is. You have to be the mediator of your information. Don't let it come right into your mind download it into your subconscious mind, programmed into your soul, and reacted in your personality. Don't let that be you. Act upon what you know, fully live on the wisdom that you gained, and be the example of the God that resides inside of you. 
Insta Holistic Motivator thanking you all for watching this wonderful Ed Talks Daily once again. Remember, you have the unlimited power to achieve greatness and oppose all the chaos in your life. But first, you got to cultivate yourself, believe in yourself, release yourself, free yourself so you don't lose yourself. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. Remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. This is the holistic motivator dabbing out. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.